0: Welcome, everybody, for today's session on the Mundaka Upanishad. Today, I'll be chanting the Ganapati Atharva Shisho Upanishad, only a portion of it, uh, the first portion that is generally chanted. I'll, chant, I'll start with the prayer and the shanti mantras and then go on to the Upanishadic chanting. The Shisho Upanishad of the Ganapatiya. Uh, cult or the sect is based on the idea that all the gods eventually are raised to the level of Brahman or Atma within ourselves and if one listens to the Upanishad, one gets a clear idea of how all the ancient systems of thought eventually gave rise to the idea that whatever form of deity they are worshipping is in fact the supreme reality, the formless reality itself. So, this is how with variety there was a sense of unity that was brought about through the Vedantic thought. <clears throat> um. तीगुं हवामहे कविं कविनां उपमश्रवस्तमं ज्येष्ठराजं ब्राह्मणाम् ब्राह्मणस्पतान महागणपतये नमः सरस्वती वाजे Ano divo brahata parva tada saraswati yajnam vade vyay namaha om hamsahamsaya vidmahe paramahamsaya dhimahi tanno hamsa prachudaya om namo hiranya bahave hiranya varaya hiranya iranyapatay vikapataya umapataye pashupatay namo namaha ritakam satyam param brahma purusham krishna pingalam urdvaretam virupaksham vishwarupayai namo namaha ishanas sarva vidyanam iswaras sarva bhutanam brahma dipatir brahmano dipatir brahma shivo Sahana Vavatu, Sahana Bunaktu, Sahavirium Paravavahay, Ajas Vinavadita mustuma with Vishavahei. Om Shant, Shanti Hari Om. Tachhayom Ravranimahe, Gatum Yajnaya, Gatum Yajnapataye, Daivii Swastirastunaha, Swastirmanushabhya, Urdhwanji Gatubhesha Jam, Shanno Astudvivade, Shanchatushpade, Om Shandhishandhishanti, Harihi Om. Bhidram karṇi bhishruṇu deva, bhadraṁ paśye mākṣa bhirya jatra, sthiraṁ raṅgai īstuṣṭu vāguṁ sastanūbhi, vishema devahitanyadāyuhu, swastina indro vriddhaśrava, swastina fkūṣa viśvaveda, swastina Starksho aruṣṭanīmihi, Swasti Dadhatu Om Shan, Hishan, Hishan, Harihi Um Ganapatyathar Namaste Ganapataye Twameva Pratyakshum Tatwamasi Twameva Kevalam Kartasi Twameva Kevalam Dhattasi tvameva Kevalam Hattasi <tom> Vamilva Sarvam Khalvidam Brahmati Vamsakshadatmasi Nityam Ritam Vachmi Satyam Vachmi Avatvamam Avavattaram Avashrotaram Avadataram, avadhataram, avadhataram Avadhataram Avanuchanam Avashushyam Ava Paschata, ava purasta ate, ava taratta ava dakshinatta ate, ava chordvatta ava dharatta ate, pahi pahi samantat, twam vang mayas twam chin mayaha, Svamananda mayas <tries> tvam brahma mayaha, tvam yosti, pratyaksham brahmaasi, tvam jnanamayo vijnanamayosi, sarvam Jagadidam tvatto jayate, sarvam Jagadidam tvattas thishtati, sarvam Jagadidam tvailayam sarvam Jagadidam tvai pratyeti. Twam bhumirapo nalo nilo nabaha, Tum twam chatva riva (coughs) earth padani, Twam gunatrayatitaha, Twam avasthatrayatitaha, Twam dehatrayatitaha, Twam kalatrayatitaha, Twam muladharastitosinityam, Vam Shaktitrayat Makaha, Vam Yoginodhyayanti Nityam, Tvam Brahmatvam Vishnustvam Rudrastvam Indrastvam Magnistvam Vayustvam Suryastvam Chandramastvam Brahmavurbhu Vasvarom, Ganadim Um Purvam Ucharya Varnadi Arge indulasitam, Tare naridham, Ettava Akaro madhyamarupam, Anuswarascha antiarupam, Gayatri is Chandahal, Ganapatirdevata, Omgam Ganapataye Namahal, Eka Dantaya Vidmahe Vakratundaya Dhimahi, Tannodantiftra Chodaya Ate, Namo Vratapataye, Namo Ganapataye, Namapramadapataye, Namaste Stulambodara, Eka Dantaya Vignana Shineshivasutaya Namaha, Om Shandhish Shanti Hari om. Welcome everybody for today's session on the Mundaka Upanishad. Today we will be going to the second part of the first Mundakam. And in the first session we were given a brief description of this Upanishad, which again comes under the Mukya Upanishad, the primary uh, Upanishads. And amongst the 108 Upanishads, it's listed as in its popularity as the number fifth because of the profundity with which it explores all states of uh, first of enquiry, second of um, um, discussions on the nature of rituals, and the third is the ultimate reality and the nature of the ultimate reality. The Mundaka Upanishad constantly uses the word mudha. That is the one, uh, generally in English, it is translated as foolish. But uh, truly speaking, it is basically trying to assert that when you don't use the intelligence, the higher intelligence that is bestowed upon you, then you miss out on the glorious opportunity of trying to liberate yourself from the bonds that are already incumbent upon you owing to the very creative nature of this life that is maya and avidya that is being there we do not know from where it began but we can put an end to it this is why there is a out of love the upanishad uses the word mudha that is to Understand, It's like the, the father chastising the child, saying, get up, move up. And that eventually is, uh, the Upanishad takes us to the idea of freedom, fearlessness, and complete liberation. The Mundaka Upanishad, uh, uh, from our studies, uh, we used to give particular names to it. This Upanishad is a, a, a very interesting Upanishad that is directed towards destroying ignorance, Now, when you say destroying ignorance, yes, there are spiritual awakenings, there are experiences you may have. But the most primary thing of destroying ignorance is to see things correctly, is to observe exactly what is happening within our system. Yes, at one point, everything has to be dropped, but to remove the fundamental misery that is created in our lives is removed by correct thinking, by correct perceptions. And in this Upanishad, it's uh, beautiful again because apart from the most uh, interesting question of Kasminnu Bhagavo Vigyate Sarvamidam Vigyatam Bhavati, there is a beautiful uh, explanation of how the sacrifices, oblations, and all the pious works are spoken of in this Mundakam, directing us to make sure that we do not get caught up in this loop where we are promised a better life or another realm but use these symbolisms to understand the nature of reality if we are uh, dependent on rituals and to see it that way. So this is how there's a complete transformation from the Brahmana section of the Upanishads to the Aranyaka section of the Upanishads to, uh, to the Vedas. And finally, they come to the Upanishadic section of the Vedas where there's an evolution of every act where once it was directed towards desire, Every act is now directed towards liberation. And that is why this uh, uh, Upanishad is beautiful in that sense. Now, without taking much time, I request Aurobanji to continue the session. And uh, just as usual, like we generally do, a few important notes. One thing is that uh, you can ask questions by the end of the session. And apart from that, uh, in the discussions, during the discussion, Let us stick only to the questions. And after that, we'll open a separate room where you can uh, share your views as well. So let us stick to that because replays are uh, on here, which is for the benefit of people who are coming later and listening, where they are uh, focused on the subject and not on views or general discussions. This is our little uh, uh, instruction before the session. Now I request Aurobenji to kindly begin with the session. Thank you.
1: Thank you Prasad, thank you for your chanting and uh, narration, beautiful, brilliant prologue for the last class, what we covered and the general instructions. We will now proceed to the se- second uh, un- kanda of the Pratama Muntagam. O- Namo Brahma Dibyo, Brahma Vidya Sampradaya Kartra Byo, Vamsirishi Mahabhyo, Namo Guru Biha, Shankaram Shankara Jajim, Keshavam Badarayanam, Sotra Bashi Vande, Bhagavanta Punap Punaha, Ishuro Guru Ratni, Motibe the Vibagine, Dehaya, Dekshana Motaye Namaha, Om Sri Guru Biyo Namaha. Welcome all. Namaste. In the last session, we entered up the mantra with Yasarvatnya Sarvavidya Sānavayam Tapaha Tasmad Brahma Nama Rupavannama vannama Natcha Jāyate So, Annam Brahmad Jāyate iti that is why the, from Brahma, Annam is born. And he is Sarvajna, Sarvavit. Even though the meaning of Sarvajna and Sarvavit is the same, the subtle difference between Sarvajna and Sarvavit is by becoming everything, he became a Sarvajna. He, You cannot know anything unless you become that. You know yourself only because you have become that you what you think you are. Therefore, you think what you know about yourself. But other than that entire thing in your possession, from your immediate ones to the far off world, what we call it as idam in Sanskrit or this in English, we have only very superficial knowledge about that. Because it is only through the indriyas we, can, we know or maximum we can extend it by the gadgets and faculties like inference, etc. But the knowingness of or the perfect knowing of anything can happen only if you become that. Since Brahma has become everything, from Brahma, tasmad so here annam is not food. Please understand that. The word annam is used in different places with a different meaning. Here annam is other than Brahma. Everything is annam here. So sarvatnya he became by becoming everything or appearing to be becoming everything. Then sarvavit. Now, normally, if you have the knowledge of medicine, you call, you are called a doctor because you have the knowledge of medicine. You have knowledge of engineering, you are called an engineer, you are like that law or any other subject. Then, if you, the information about that subject, when you have, then you are called with a designation of that name. The sarvavit, with coming from the vid, nyapane or from the knowing, or by having the information about, or the, from the knowledge of an object outside other than that. That is why the vidh is used, and Sarvavita means information about everything. Now, you have become, a, the Brahma has become everything, so he has become a Sarvaitanya. Then why should the word Sarvavita should be used? because the word is got a meaning is that it is not separate from the one which it has become in the sense that there the there the meaning is that supported by brahma only it can have an existence so therefore the knowledge of becoming any object has no Relevance or no reality unless it is supported by the from that which it has come. The mud, the pot when we have become you, the pot is a name and form for the mud. The mud has become the pot. So it has the knowledge what pot is as, but it has no knowledge of what pot is for. Because mud, mud doesn't use itself for itself. But when it has a name and form, the name and form is held in that mud only. So by holding the name and form in itself, it has an additional knowledge of the usage of that. Because the usage is based on the name and form. So Sarvavit becomes from that point of view. This is one aspect we have to understand that there is nothing other than there is nothing other than that in here what we are at. So Sarvamajayata, when it has become, that Brahma has become everything. It has become Sarvetnya and it has become Sarvavita. To example, to show that the example was given brahma annat prana mana satyam loka karma su so our, anna was the friend here but we will see that the example of anna is used in the taittiriya upanishad brahmanandavalli in the dviti anuvaka anna dvai praja Ya yakasya prithivi shrita ATO ANNAY NEIVAJEEVANTHI ANNAY Ne DAPIYANTHI ANNAM HI BOOTHANAMJESHTAM SASMAT SARVAUSHADAMUCHADE SARVAM HAY NAM YO ANNAM BRAHMA OPASADE ANNAM HI BOOTHANAMJESHTAM Like that the mantra goes in. What it says is that even though when Brahma, Brahman became the apparent matter for transactional purpose it has no support other than the the the, the substratum from which it has come. Therefore, it has become jastam. Jastam means the eldermost. So the first one is annam. So therefore, annam itself becomes the support for the rest of the creation. So, to example to make this clear, only those three examples were given. Cha yata sambhavanti yata tada sambhavanti now the three examples which we discussed last class it is that spider webs the webs the whole uh, uh, you know the creates the whole web for itself for the you know purpose of its own usage. But if you closely look at that, it is capable of moving throughout the web without itself is a victim for the web. Whereas anything else other than that, the web that the the web will get stuck on the body of the other one. But it has full freedom. So he has the Brahma. so to that example is to show that even though it has appeared to have become the jagat or with the multiplicity, the freedom of existence in all the forms is purely to that from which it has come, and it can withdraw that at his will, because the way in which the spider can roll it back, roll back the threads of the web, it, it has the potency to bring. So that is why it, when the Upanishad says that from which from which it came, in which it exists and into which it merges back. Something similar is shown when it is showing the prativiam Aushadaha Sampandai now we all know that when we scrutinize the anything which is on the on the surface of earth which we have everything has that components in its own existence whether it is human being animals trees or plants or rocks or water or anything that it is all constituting the material which is available on the earth therefore the Appear- apparent separated entity of the trees or the animals or the plants etc. Even though it's separate from the mud which it is supporting and surviving the separatedness is an only an appearance for the trees. But if you analyze the tree, constituents of the tree or constituents of a human being, constituents of an animal, you will find that It has got exactly what it is there inside the mud, which we, from where it is surviving and into which it will go back after the activities are over. To show that exactly that from the Chaitanya Brahman, Sri Brahma, how can an inert thing like earth and therefore from earth the rest of the things can come? To show that it is possible with our own example in our day. Like how the life, when it is there in the body, you are, our hair grows, nails grow, which are dead matter. So, jadavastu. it is coming from that. So, somebody was asking that this, the, how the Brahma becomes this is not clear. It is that it has not become really become the world which we are seeing. It is within itself. Like the space in which everything is remaining, The everything without space has no existence. The apparent reality of the objects inside the space without space can never be thought of, never can be a reality. Yet, there is things which are remaining in the, same, in the space which is Not, you know, having the quality of the space which is visible for us. Same way when we dream as our experience in the dream. The entire experience of dream is exactly like waking when you are in the dream. And we are not able to deny that experiences when we are experiencing it. Yet, when we wake up, we think the waker has gone into the dream and experiencing the dream. It is not the waker who has gone into the dream. It is our, the Sakshi Chaitanya, which is the Suprakash Chaitanya, which is giving the experience of dream. Just as the same Chaitanya is giving another sort of experience, which is called the world of the waking. So, entire objects, including our own presence in the waking, is of that Chaitanya, which is the one which is webbing, web creating the web of waking, the web of dream. And it withdraws it when it wants it. So, the dream was withdrawn by that. Not we woke up and the dream was closed. No, we have no power of closing our dream. We have no power when to go to sleep. We have no power when to wake up. It is all under that power which we call it as Brahman or Atman which has got the power to do that. So from that when it comes we we feel that we are experiencing. Actually are we experiencing it? Where is our experience? Do we have independent experience to say that we are separate from our you know the, the Chaitanya which is there in us to say that we have an experience? No, we don't have it. Yet that That is why when Prasad said the word Muda is being used in this Upanishad is to tell that you are not thinking. We are all not thinking properly to understand what is our experiences. I This point was discussed not exactly the same way but in a different way in that In every experience and that state of experiencelessness of the deep sleep also, it is that boredom which is there, which is remaining as undiminished, undecaying, untouched by any of the things which are there in its experience. So the creation has to be understood from that point of view, is what the entire Bhavati. in that knowledge only, we, having understood that reality of that, we, each one of us can say that, that is the reality. In that reality, everything, everything which is coming as experience, all, every experience can be explained. But the teacher in that, same tone said two things. We have to learn both what is para and what is apara. Why But we need to learn apara? Because human mind is very tricky mind. We do not know what is para and what is apara first place. Second thing is that we can confuse or we can think that what experiences we go through If it is slightly out of the normal, we call it as spiritual experience. But that is the moment there is an experience, there is an experiencer and there is an experiencing. And when there is an experiencing and an experiencer, it is like any other experience of waking, dream and deep sleep. But we give it a very high importance and say that there is a spiritual awakening, spiritual experience. That which is the mud is there in all the mud material or the gold is there in all the gold ornaments. That very substance in which we are all thinking we are separate is made out of that only. In this very moment, we are all that only. But we do not know what is that. Therefore, the Vedita Vye, to be understood or to be, you should be know that is very clear from the Upanishad that both should be known. Then only we can say that what is not and what is it. It is a jnanam, what is it, which will make the para and veditavye because that questions came from that. What is the knowledge with which we will know everything? Kasminnu bhago So having explained this aspect of the first part of the both what is para and apara Now, in the second section of the first muntagam, starts with the first six mantras, which is talking about the Vedic period karmas. So they may have no relevance in today's parlance because we none of us can do that. We do not have the knowledge of how it looks and what it is. But from the mantras, we can get a summary of what is not to be followed. To know that, we have to know these mantras at least by what is the what do they literally mean by that. So the first mantra goes like this. Tadedat satyam, mandreshu karmanam, karmani kavayoho, yanyat pasyanstani, sretayam bhoda santatani, tanyat charata, Nityam, Satyakama, Yeshava, Panda, Sukratasiloki. Tat erat Satyam. This is that truth. Mandreshu, in Mandras. Karmani, in the Karmas of Yetnya, Yaga, Tapal. Kavayaha means the Rishis. Yaha, Anyapashyam, Apashyam. So the other tani tretaayam bahuda Santatani tani de tretaayam in the three vedas or in the from treta yuga the, the saying it goes like that in the krita yuga or the satya yuga there was no need of any any activity people were all merged in that truth or uh, that is why it is called satya yuga they never needed any action to emancipate themselves or do anything. When that separate ego came up and they started the ego functioning, that is why were the Treta Yuga, the Karmas, or the Veda was given to the Rishis or Kavayaha by the the Aumkara or the Pranama mantra form. So then. Sandatani Acharantaha Acharataha So in multiple forms the karmas were given in the Vedas. In the, all the three Vedas. Yajus, Sama Vedas. All those things. O Satyakama is addressing Shavunaka, the, the student who has gone to Agni Angirasa. Panta Sukratasya Loke. These karmas which are Bahuta in the multiple forms in mentioned in the three Vedas, these are the methods for Sukratasya Loke. What will take you after good deeds if you do this perfectly? Because Viti Nishedam is there in the Vedas. So, word. The vidi has been given the words both the way of vansa vacha karmana you have to do this without any deviation as ordained by the vedas. Then the deeds will give you fruits of good punya and whereby you go to sukaratasya loke into the punya loka which is indrasya deva loka brahma loka whatever is to be called as. So what does it mean that the karmas which are being told here are in multitude and each karma gives a punya karma and that punya will, is the result with which will you be going to the world of experience of the fruit of that good karma. It is, there is a link between the karma or the action and the result. Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita says the karma and the result is very difficult to know and therefore why they are linked is very difficult for even humanity or human mind even the the best of the person who has the intellect will not be able to understand how it is functioning so the rishis themselves have introduced a word called adrishtam the adrishtam is the in, in invisible force which connects between the result and the action that is how the in the in the karma they have mentioned that why how how will we know the good actions will bring in for the good fruits of, no, for the Punya karma. For that, nobody could link between the cause and the effect. So, to bring that uncertainty of time, space and causation into the picture, they brought in a term called Adrishta. And the is the link between the karma and the uh, fruit of action. But here this Upanishad says that, the Sukratasya Loke, you can go to the Punya Lokas following what the Vedas have told in the three Vedas, three Vedas in the Yajju Sama Veda following the bahuda, multiple karmas you have to do then depending upon what karma you have done you are able to go to a Loka of befitting based on your karma. Now how does this happen? To explain that, Yada Lela Yate Harchi Samidhe Havahane Tadat Ajyavago Andarena Ahudi Pratipadayet Yada, then Lela Yate means flickering, Harchi, this Harchi means the uh, flames from the uh, Yaga, how it in you know, oscillates in a summide, in well kindled or bright sacrificial fire, when the flame, The fl- when the in the sacrificial fire when the flames oscillate that has to be noticed by the person who are doing the yaga and ahuti pratipadayet antarena ahudhi at regular intervals he has to give the ahudi or the offerings into the fire is what is ordained in the mantras in that, Then yasya agnihotram Adarsham apornamasyam chaturmasya chaturma anagrahaenam atitim virjitam cha ahudam avaishvadevam avidana hudam asap man tasya lokaan Hinasti. Now, what does it mean? Yesya, he who Agnihotram, in the Agnihotram, Darsham, Adarsham means Darsham, there is a Darsham, Darshapurna Masa, these are all the type of uh, uh, what you call Satkarmas, not the Yaga Karmas. Now, he is talking about the people who are not or a, capable of doing the Yagas by the three Vedas. all in the, the three Vedas, they, they are going to do Agnihotram because he is a Grihastha. So he has the Garhastyam the, where he keeps the Agnihotram. Then he does the uh, penances like Darsham, Paurnamasyam, Agrahayanim, Sadurmasyam, all those and Aditi Puja. All those things are what will result you in good punya karma or the punya results? And one who disrespecting ahudam that that offerings and the vais, vaisya means the you know taking care of animals or uh, feeding the animals, birds, etc. Avidina without the proper rules and hudam, asampam, asampaman, in the, uh, asaptaman, in the, what is supposed to be the seven type of offerings which we have to do, tasya lokan hinasti one who doesn't do all those things, that is either the yajna which is as per the Vedas, or not the punne karmas, which is mentioned this, agni-hotram, darsham, and uh, chaturmasyam or Vaishwadeva pūjā aditi pūjā all those things which who do not do he is destroying his own purṇya karmas that means when we are doing all these rituals we have to be very very careful that we do not do any error in performing that the reason why it is it is why it is so important in the thing is that We have to be 100% concentrating while doing these karmas. Because if your mind is going away somewhere, there are situations where the yajna or even those rituals or even those tapas which you are doing like Darsha Purna Masa, etc. Where you cannot deviate your thoughts into any other indulgence. So much is the rules and regulations on the Vedas that basically a slip can happen and you may, you may instead of getting good karma, you may end up having a negative action of it. So only if you are so sure about and 100% perfect in your approach and the devotion and the faith, you can have a successful performance of the karmas which is defined in the Vedas. And what does it, how does it go to the Devas? Now, the Surya Marga or the, the path of the sunlight is what is called the, for the Punya, punya Loka. That is supposed to be absorbed by the sun, sun's rays. But who gives it to the sun rays from the Agni where you are doing all this a Grihastha, you are doing agnihotra or you are doing a yaga for the for the in the ritualistic form of you know surga et etc., etc. or Ashwamedha yaga etc these are all taken by the seven flames of the Agni into which you are giving the ahuti and each one. Is supposed to be in touch with the seven horses of the Surya. Kali Karali cha Manojava, java, cha Sulohitaya cha dhumravarna Varna, Sfulingini, Visharupi cha Devi, Lela Yamana, Yidhi Sapta Jihwa. means tongues. Sapta means seven tongues of the Devi. What is that? Kali means black. Karali means. Terrific, extremely, you know, terrifying black color. Manojava, swift as a thought. Manojava, man, like the mind it moves. Suddenly the flame will shoot up and go, as like, like a lightning. So that is why it is called Manojava. Shulohita means it will be bright red in color, that flame. Or, yeah, varna like bright purple color. Like the LPG gas light or you can say something like that. guinea is where the spatterings, you know, the, the sparking from the, from the fire when the sparks go around all the places, that is called Sulingini. Vishwaruji is that bright spot where the extreme bright white light is there on the firewood. Now, these are all the thing and yamana means they are all moving. They are never constant in the fire. So, the imagination of the people who are doing the Kriya those days were that these flames are handing over the karma and the result to the sunlight which is coming with the seven horses of the Surya. And the sun rays are absorbing this karmas from the yatnya, and it is recorded in the in the path of the sun, path of the sun for the Sukratam who has done the loke, okay, who have done this one to be taken to those worlds of uh, Brahma Loka. This is how it is being explained in the in the Upanishad. Then the fifth mantra says. Eteshu Shu Yet Chate, Braja Mane Shu Yetaka Ahu Dayaha, he Ada Dayan, Tam Nayan di Eta, Sudiaska Reshmeaha, Yetra Deva and Eka Divasa Ete In these Yacharate, who observe Aacharate, one who observe these in this form which has been ordained in the yāndra, Brajamaneshu in the shining Yadakalam the, at the proper time the Ahudayaha the oblations and Adadayan by leading them to Nayanti to those Suryastya rasmayaha to the flames to the sun rays the rays of the sun is coming down and calling the good karmas from which is given with the ahudi as come come it is the way as if it is calling those people who are doing good work towards the brahmaloka is what is being explained in this and it is going to devanampati indra ega divasa where the indra is residing so, Indra is supposed to be the, the presiding deity for all Yajnas, even though there is separate yagna Devata. The presiding Devata is supposed to be Indra and Indra is sending the sun to receive all the offerings so that it can be distributed among the Devas in the Devaloka. So, this is how the imagination of those those days the Rishis were doing it. So, from that, it is all... The, basically what it is saying that you have to do actions the actions will lead to good result and that result is the one which will which you will have a better life <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> Achayandaha Punya Now what as I say? Yehi yehi. Come come. Like this. Tam those oblations. Suvarchasa, bright colored, Suryasya Reshmi of the sun rays. Yajamanam, the one who is the sacrificer or who is the Yajmana of the yajna Vahanti carries from him. Priyam vacham, the beautiful words or the desired words he's, he when he is offering the oblation that for the, for the, the, the or the priests when they are doing, the ejamanan is the karta. Actually, he is the, is the one supposed to be the doing the one, but on his behalf the priests are doing. So the priyam vacham, the desires are being uttered by the ejamana. So, these words are greeted by the sun's rays. What is being offered by the Yajamana for Punya Loka, Surata Brahma Loke, to that creator who is in the Brahma Loka, the Indra is being, you know, he is the one who is receiving all these things by sending his Surya. So, this is what the Apara Vidya is all about basically to do as per what the Vidin of the Vedas and the, I mean the Smashutri and Smriti and you create Puddhya Loka by the Sukratam for your good actions. But what the Upanishads want to say is that adrada now here comes the an antidote for all those things which have been described beautifully till now plavahi ete the flu these are indeed like floats. Adrida means which are not very stable or a firm in the form of Yatnyas, Yatna Rupa. Ashtadesoktam said to be eight ashtadesam means eighteen. How it is there is that there are four priests sitting in four directions. And behind the four priests, there are three subordinate priests who are sitting there. So twelve subordinates, four uh, main priests, sixteen, the Yajamana and his wife, the sacrificer and his wife. So all they put together eighteen. And karma etat shreya ye. Abinandani Moda Te Puna Apiyanti. If even if this is offered by the, all these people with all the arrangements and everything, what happens is that it says that who, this claiming of this moksha by the by this process by doing this karma or yajna are the act of the moda or the indiscriminate one because these karmas are very very su- susceptible to errors if you remember my last session where i said no indra shatru vardaswa that mantra which which was done by a Rashasa, to have a son who will kill Indra, by changing the intonation or the uttering of the mantra, the meaning of the word became totally, even though it may appear to be the same for a person who is listening to that. Only those who have trained in the proper pronunciation of a Vedic mantra can make out the difference whether the the high pitch or low pitch has been uttered in a particular alphabet and this is the rule of formation of indra shatru the word so the one who is shatru to indra has became the indra shatru so instead of the person the sun becoming stronger than indra to kill indra Indra became multiple stronger and he killed the son of the Ratshasa who did the you who did the, who, yeah, the Puja or the yagna. So, like that, this is very, very what you call weak and Adrada, it is not at all strong. The strength, the karma cannot give you a firm result. That is why even forget about the Yaga, etnyas and everything. Even today is in our mundane world. We always do certain things and we do not know why is it not giving a result. Sometimes the result which we expect may come when we do not need them. We would have done it. But the result may come a time when we are not in a position to enjoy it. Or it may come as a opposite result also. So we we ourselves are not sure as to what are the method in which we can control the cause and effect. We think we have a control on them, but we do not have any control on the cause and the effect. They have their own set rules by the creator. But yet we are in the mood as we think that we have the... The power to make the cause and effect in which way. That people who talk about the free will or destiny, all those things are all words which are all confusing for people. What is really free will or what is destiny and all those things. We may talk about it, but we do not have any idea what are the the conditions under which these are operating. So that is why the Plavan, they are so weak in, in their own nature then those who, are discri- those who are depending upon death, they go from birth to birth and come again and again because they have not achieved what is supposed to be the ultimate what is which. That doesn't happen. That with which the decay or the kshina or the ksharam doesn't happen. Because all those actions which are so much which have been told even by the the Vedas are very, very fragile, infragile in nature and they will, do not give you the result which as we are expecting. Because they are all so difficult to follow. So these mantras are to sh yeah, highlighted and given with such detailed explanation because this part this is part of the Atharva Vega where Yetnyas are being explained in the in the in the Purva Purva Mimamsa Bhaga and then followed by the Upasana Margas and after that comes this Upanishad. So those who are listening from this from the point of view of the this uh, Veda, they know what is all these words meaning at. But in today's modern world, we, these are all just sound for us. What is called. A, Darsana, Darsha, Purna, masa Okay, Chaturmasyam, we may have heard it because of certain people following it even now. But we have no idea about the other, you know, other Ashwamedha or Putragaamoyedha, Yaga, or any of the yagas which are mentioned in the Vedas. So, now onwards, having explained everything in beauty and the last mantra which where i stop it today the Upanishads itself say that this is a weak plank on which you are trying to cross a very dangerous river and those who have gone have always fallen and come back again trying to cross again they are never able to succeed cross on the other side. This is what the Upanishads says till now. From the 8th month onwards, we will uh, take it up in the Friday's session. We'll stop here now. Om um, Purnamadam purna, purna Purna Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishyate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Sri Guru Dev Namah Hari
2: Thank you, Arvinduji. It was a really wonderful explanation on the second. of that first mundaka
1: am i audible now yes yes yeah, thank you sir yeah
2: uh, today's session was uh, really wonderful because if we take a look at the vedic lore we will come across so many do's and don'ts and So many rituals, the Veda talks about what is the importance of that ritualistic practice, and at the same time the limitations of that practices. This Upanishads put forth very very beautifully because while doing certain rituals, we do become mechanical, and altogether we will be away from the very object of why we are doing it then finally we will not be in a position to get what we want. And the very process is very cumbersome and it requires the utmost 100% attention and the proper following up of the things has to be done. For each and the Yaga, Yajna, there will be many assistants as Aurobindo has explained. Minimum for each Veda there will be four. So put together there will be 16 and plus the both wife and the husband who performs the jimana will be 18. Especially these Upanishads, when they do talk about these things, they wonderfully explain and they tell that here is the truth. They are talking about the Karma. The Upanishad declaring that it is the truth here. It is giving a much importance to it and It is, because what happens, as we all know, Brahman is infinite. It is too abstract uh, an idea for most of us. We will not be in a position to digest what it is. As a normal human being, A person who is living in this universe we need certain little uh, tangible things which gives us a comfort and which gives us a confidence so obviously each one of us will be having so many desires the desires may be maybe a want of a mental peace the want of money, the want of relations, so so many desires, endless desires will be there. So Veda, it covers all. If we read Ruvvidana, you have each and every mantra dedicated for each and every desires, what one may think it of, or one may desires. So Upanishads and Vedas are giving an opportunity for a people who can perform these things and get what they want absolutely it is possible if you follow the uh, proper steps even the pronunciation of each mantra and whatever the karmakanda uh, instructions are there we need to follow Uh, basically we need to understand here one important aspect because we have already discussed lot of things about what is para and what is apara for us actually for para and apara the literature is same for us because for brahmajnanam we do use the upanishads only there are no other literature upanishads shruti literature is same for both either you want to have the brahmanista brahmavidya or you want to have the Karmakanda. Traditionally, there is a a kind of division in the Shruti saying that this is Karmakanda and that is Dhyanakanda. That is not a final because when you read the Vedas uh, peripherally and the Fremaphasia, we feel that yes, these are the mantras which are being used in the uh, performance of Yaga and other things. But there is one more way to look at it. The entire Rigveda, Yajurveda, Samaveda, Atarvan Veda and all these, it has got its own esoteric, occultist, or psychological interpretations. The same Rigveda mantra. Here I am not uh, dividing the Karmakanda and Nana basis of this literature, as the Samhita portion is Karmakanda and Upanishads is Nanakanda. No, entire if you look into the intention of this upanishad itself when it, when it talks about the para and apra in the uh, previous mantras it clearly tells that all rigveda yajurveda samaveda and all other things connected to these things are apra only then it beautifully starts what is para When we closely look at it absolutely we do not have any separate literature for para here in the same literature only, what happens when you use the Veda Mantra for the Karmakanda then it will become a, a para. The same Veda Mantra, if you could interpret from the standpoint of ultimate Parabrahman, that is the spiritual meaning, then it will be para. This is the very thing. The Upanishads, when they do talk about these things, and uh, the performance of this karma kanda without having that in our mind we will lose it will become the biggest uh, limitation and it lead to again birth and death and death and birth it is not the perfect tool what is important is uh, brahmavidya only our focus shall be on that brahmavidya then all your rituals will get a more most beautiful meaning because Sri arbindo tells that the whole life is a yoga. When he says whole life is a yoga, each and every activities, what we do in a daily life, it is a karma. That is, itself is a yoga. And we say that is, itself is a yoga. Our object shall be that of a Brahma Vidya in the mind. Not just a mechanical performance of these karmas. So Upanishads, really, really is helping us to understand the strength and limitations at the same time. Sri ji today explained these things in a beautiful manner and what is the importance of those karma and what are the do's and don'ts, what one should have and achieve to do these things and at the same time, where is the trap and how they, they are going to uh, be the traps for him, what to do to come out of that. These these explanations were really, really beautiful. Thank you. I thank Arbinduji for this session. And I request if anybody has any questions on uh, the topic-related questions we will take now, Arbinduji will explain this.
3: Hi. Um, namaskar, everybody. I want to, um, yeah, affirm and support Jhat what you say. Uh, in fact, this is something that is uh, written by TV Kapali Shastri, where he has also researched, and whether he got that knowledge from Sri Bindo, of course he got knowledge from Sri Aurobindo, but he also, I mean, he did a lot of, uh, uh, you know, literary research, scholarship on his own. So he has even this distinction that was made of the Karamkhand and the Gyankhand. The Khand and the jnankhand. He has shown how that because you see in the original Vedic or Upanishadic terminology this idea does not come. But later when Jamadagini, who was more oriented to the <clears throat> ritualistic sacrificial um, side, and he, um, you know, he labeled uh, a certain part of this as a preparatory thing, as, as, as a Karam khand and uh, then later badrayan who was a very uh, you know uh, important person to bring out the vedanta he then labeled this the upanishadic literature as the uh, the aranyakas and the upanishads he later labeled it along the same lines, in a way, as Gyan Kand. So the, you know, the Brahmanas and uh, the first part, I forget the name, the Samhitas, I guess, they were labeled later. So one thing, and I think that this is the beauty that Sri Aurobindo brought, because what happens is that this is why going uh, to the source, you know, to, to approach the Upanishad as it is, to approach the Veda as it is. Obviously, like Sri Aurobindo was not getting his interpretation of the Veda from anybody because nobody had documented that interpretation. Of course, it was must have been known. So he got it from what I could say, the yogic eye, the inner mystic eye, you know, as the uh, intuition. And so I think it is very important to approach the scripture directly rather than the structures that have been created around it later, if we can. We do need these supports, but then I think we start believing in these divisions far too much, which is really, I mean, if you actually think about it, right, all that we believe firmly because all belief is ultimately divisive, is lies very much at the root of uh, all ignorance. That is um, my perception of it. Thank you.
4: So, just it's it's I don't know if you remember me, but it's Kwaku. I changed the name on the clubhouse.
2: Yeah, I can recognize your wife. <laughs> yeah,
4: I, I think I'm I'm growing a little bit. My name needs to change. <laughs> Reflect my growth. <laughs> How you doing, Patrick G. Raj G. Arvon G. How are you everybody? How are you I wanted to. I um, have two things. One of them is non-related one i came in in the last minute but i know what we are discussing we are discussing self-realization so i feel like a question under that realm will still fall under the topic um the first one is a side issue which is not related so we may not we may or may not comment anybody can you know speak on it i've been hearing a lot like the other day i went into a room on clubhouse and there was a, a group of people there discussing is sat guru a real guru or is he you know a con man or something like that and people were taking i think deep was even just referring to you know we people getting into so i think some of the problems people believing in the structure so much instead of tuning into the message directly from the scripture um but i did a calculation i know krishna is it krishna that said this he said that out of about a thousand men only one man will gain the knowledge of self-realization and so i did a calculation how many people on the planet it said about eight billion people so that puts about a thousand people who have gained you know eight thousand people who have gained it if you divide that into eight continents or so it puts about a thousand you place about a thousand gurus or people who have the information in 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 all the continents. So it shouldn't surprise us so much that we see a lot of people showing up that have the knowledge, you know, online and are passing it on to people. I think a lot of people are bewildered and thinking that because there seems to be a huge presence of gurus online, they they must be fake. But if you do the real calculation per 1000 per each one per 1000 men, it 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 actually matches up, you know, to about eight thousand, and if you spread that on eight continents, you know, it, it it makes sense for the numbers that I'm seeing. But that's the side issue. My next question, which is on self-realization, um, I listened to Swami Sava do a little explanation about the relationship between between the three the three dimensions or the three bodies which is the physical, mental, and the cosmic body or the, you know, consciousness. And he explained that um, the body, pretty much the mind is more like a mirror, which is a tool. And the body that we are aware of is a reflection, which consciousness or awareness is looking through this mirror, which is the mind, and seeing the body, which is consciousness i mean which is you know its reflection so in if that is how it is then if i stand in a mirror and i look at um my reflection i realize that there's a mirror there's a reflection in there but i i know firmly that i have no relationship with the mirror and i have no relationship with the reflection in the mirror as well Is that the same between consciousness and the mind and the body? That there is no relationship, zero relationship between the body and the real self. And zero relationship as well between the mirror or the mind, which the the real self uses to look at its reflection, which is the body. Um, Thank you very much. I hope Mm -hmm. my question will be the first one to be answered. Just joking. Yeah, sure. Sure. You can answer that.
2: Om shri gurubhyo namaha harihi Om bhadram karane vishvam yamadevaha bhadram pashe maksha jatraha stire rangai vagam sastano bishi vahe madeva hitum yadayuh Sostinapusha Vishwaveda Sostinostak show Aristane Sostino Brahas Pratidhatu Om Shanti 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 Om Namo Brahmane Namo Aswagne Namaha Prativay Namaha Namo Wache Namo Waches Pratay Namo Vishnuve Brahate Karomi OM SHANTI SHANTI SHANTIHI OM SHANNO MITRAHSYAM VARUNAH SHANNO BHAVATVARYAMA SHANNO INDRO BRAHASPATIHI SHANNO VISHNU RUKRAMAHA NAMO brahmane NAMASTE VAYU TAME VAPRATYAKSHAM Tomeva TAME VAPRATYAKSHAM BRHAHVADISHAMI va RUTAM VADISHAMI Satyam vadishyami tanmām avatu tadvaktāram avatu avatu maam avatu vaktāram Om shānti 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 Om tachyam yorāvrani mahē gātum yajnāya gātum yajnāpataye Daivī swastirastunaha swastir Beha Urdom jigatu bheshajam shanno astu dvipade om shanti shanti shantihi om sahana bhavatu sahana bhunatu saha viryam karavavah te jisvinavadhitam om shanti shanti shantihi Om Pur, Namada Hapur, Namidam Purna Purna Mother Chate, Purna Sepurna Mada, Yapurna Meva Om Shanti Shanti Shanti, Shri Rubyo, Namaha, Harihi Om Snar Punamastu. Thank you, thank you, and all.
1: Thank you all. We are closing this room now.